The following podcast will contain explicit material and subject matter that some people may find disturbing and or upsetting. You have been warned. Let me see your middle finger. Hey, motherfuckers, guess who it is? It's the son of a bitch that pops ketchup balloons at a kid's birthday party. Here's Creepy Mike. <laughs> Holy shit. Good afternoon, motherfuckers. Today is June 17th, 2020. This is Creepy Mike, and I am in my living room today, hanging out with my awesome cat, who's just kind of looking at me while cleaning herself. And it's a beautiful day outside. I got the windows open. I got the door open for the breeze to come in. So uh, if you guys hear anything from outside, it's probably my neighbors because I got a bunch of fuckwads that I live with. But today, today is a wonderful day because instead of all the horseshit that's going on in the media and all the stuff that we hear about uh, in the news, particularly with uh, these different groups and whatnot and the horseshit out west, um, I thought today would be a little bit different. So I decided that I would take our country, our wonderfully, beautifully awesome country and draw parallels with one of my absolute favorite things in the world. So before I get into that, I just want to let everybody know that um, I'm a little bit of a nerd. Uh, I'm a huge fan of of crazy sci-fi stuff and, and all that stuff. So the the parallel I'm about to draw should make sense when you hear this. So yeah, <laughs> today I am going to draw a parallel between our awesome country and Star Wars. Now, typically when when I do one of my podcasts, uh, I don't necessarily like to write everything down. Um, I'll make little notes to myself, but for the most part, that's pretty much all I do. Uh, unfortunately, because because of what I'm doing with today's uh, podcast, I, I really had to. I had to research and write down my thoughts so that it would make sense, not only to me, but to uh, to you guys that are listening too. So uh, keep in mind that if, if it sounds like I'm reading something, it's because I totally am. <laughs> uh, like I said, I had to write it down. So, uh, so we're going to go ahead and get started. I just got to click the button. There we go. All right. So our country as Star Wars. I swear to God, if I chose to go back to school, I could write a fucking thesis on this and uh, maybe develop it into a whole whole theory and probably score some points with uh, at least some of the uh, people that, that enjoy this stuff as much as I do. Also, uh, if you hear small pauses um, like this, uh, chances are it's me drinking something. I've got this... Uh, sparkling watermelon water here with me right now it's pretty good it's not the not the best i've had but it's pretty damn good so anyway getting back to it excuse me sorry about that okay so the united states is the empire from star wars i will start with the very very top 
the United States of America, guess what role we play? We're the fucking empire. Now, originally, we both started off as a constitutional republic, which was run by and for the people. And there was usually a major political leader uh, who was voted on by the people's representatives at the very top. Now, uh, with the United States, <sighs> without getting into a huge civics lesson, I'm just going to say our representatives are the Electoral College. We can debate this. Today is not the day for it. Uh, if you guys know anything about civics, you know that the Electoral College elects the president. Um, and there are a few things that are taken into consideration. So we'll leave it at that. Um, <laughs> well, with the exception of, uh, of ours, our people getting out there to vote. Um, now, as far as the, the, uh, the Constitutional Republic of the, uh, the Galactic Senate, or the Galactic Republic, uh, is concerned, they were run by a Senate, which had representatives from worlds all across their galaxy, and amongst themselves, they would vote on who would be the Supreme Chancellor. So the Supreme Chancellor would be the guy who would uh, uh, technically, like these people would pass all these laws and his autograph would go on it, that kind of thing. Kind of like how our president works. Um, a little bit different, but kind of the same. So they had, uh, you know, they had their chancellor. Uh, okay, so speaking of Donald Trump, our president, Directly comparable to Sheev Palpatine. Both of them came to power through non-traditional ways because you had Palpatine, who was just kind of a senator from a backwater planet. He was from Naboo. Um, and he managed to get himself uh, elected to the Supreme Chancellor. Um, and he managed to somehow finagle emergency powers after being voted Chancellor. Now, the way he did that was he orchestrated the, uh, the Galactic Civil War um from both sides of the fence he was both the leader of the the uh the senate and he was also the leader of the separatists um as darth sidious but nobody really knew that till it was too late so anyway <laughs> okay and then we have uh president trump who uh who is an entertainment billionaire who was elected president uh you know basically you could say he spent enough money that he bought an election uh you wouldn't be wrong Every politician that I'm aware of buys elections, so that's kind of how it works. Um, anyway, so both have uh, emergency powers that were granted by, and I'm using air quotes, terrorism. <laughs> both use weird declarations to justify military action and uh, personal involvement in foreign affairs. So there's that. Uh, so up next is Donald Trump Jr. Now, I was trying to figure out how this guy fit in. He's Darth Vader. Uh, they both do their master's bidding and bitch work. If you've ever been to a Trump rally, you've seen uh, you've seen Donald Trump Jr. Uh, whip up the crowd. You've seen him on television, uh, you know, campaigning on behalf of his father. You've seen him basically being the guy who is out there in front of everything. Uh, but people knew there was somebody more powerful behind him, but they still didn't want to fuck with the guy. Uh, you know, same thing with Darth Vader. Um you know, Darth Vader was obviously the the front the front line uh, appearance of the Empire, but everybody knew the Emperor was behind him. But Darth Vader was fucking nasty, so people didn't fuck around with him. Um, anyway, both of these guys have absolutely no problem trying to eliminate threats to their master, however they can. Um, okay, so then next we get uh, Mike Pence. So Mike Pence obviously is our Vice President. Um, 
And his his counterpart in the Star Wars uniform, uh, universe is Grand Moff Tarkin. Um, so both of those governors that exist to direct the people at the bidding of the Chancellor. Both have absolutely zero problems with using their prior service to Republic to climb higher and amass more power. So Mike Pence, he was, uh, you know, he was obviously elected as a representative, and then I think he was a senator. Uh, Grand Moff Tarkin, at one time, he was a captain in the Imperial um, Imperial Army, and then uh, I'm sorry, excuse me, captain in the Imperial Navy, and then became a an admiral. And then um, when he once he got close to Darth Vader and the uh, the Emperor, he uh, proposed a system of government as Moffs, which are basically governors, um, you know. And uh, he was able to use his loyalty to the to the uh, to the Supreme Chancellor, and then the Emperor to become, you know, this guy that he wanted to become. So, <laughs> so that so far, uh, that's where we're going with this. Now. We're also. I'm also. Uh, I'm gonna play some tunes today, and they're they're kind of, they're kind of, they're kind of old school tunes. So like, they're from uh, late '90s, mid to late '90s actually, um, and uh, to the early 2000s. So it's, I'm kind of reaching way back, but uh, yeah, I kind of figured that uh, I figured it would be a fun way to to help uh, to. Uh, to to enjoy today's show um especially when you consider the ones that i have selected uh and, and they uh they're they're pretty awesome in my own opinion so we'll go ahead and get things started uh you know what i think i, I think we'll start with a little bit of, a little bit of dre <laughs> yeah what up this is dr dre the party's going on <laughs> Thank God it's Friday. Keep the heads ringing. Keep the heads ringing. So get up, get a move on, and get your groove on It's the D.R.E., the spectacular In a party, I go for your neck, so call me Blackula As I train, a niggas juggle a vein And maintain the leave bloodstains, so don't complain Just chill, listen to the beats I spill Keeping it real, enables me to make another meal Still, niggas run up and try to kill it will But get popped like a pimple, so call me Clearasil I wipe niggas off the face of the earth since birth I've been a bad nigga, now let me tell you what I'm worth I cause drama, the enforcer Music floats like a flying saucer Or a 747 jet, never forget I'm that nigga that keeps the hoes panties wet The mic gets smoked, once you hit a beat kick With grooves so funky, they come with a speed stick So check the flavor that I'm bringing The motherfucking DRE, I keep they motherfucking heads ringing Seven, eight for death row Mad niggas bout to feel the full effect of intellect 
so I could collect respect Plus a check, now I'm fin to get into my men too And take care of the business I need to attend to Cause my rich do, and this rap shit's my meal ticket So you goddamn right I'ma kick it, or get evicted I bring terror like Stephen King, a black Casanova Running niggas over like Christine When I rock the spot, put the flavor I got I get plenty of ass, so call me an astronaut As I blast past another nigga's ass I thought he was strong, but I smoke him like grass Just like teaching Sean When I float, niggas know it's time to take a hike Cause I grab the mic and flip my tongue like a dyke I got rhymes to keep you enchanted Produce a smoke screen with the funky green To keep your eyes slanted So check the flavor that I'm bringing The motherfucking D.R.E. I keep the motherfucking hands ringing Keep the hands ringing No competition, sending all opposition to see a mortician I'm up front, never in the backdrop Step on stage, you get faded just like a flat top Your rhyme sounds like you bought him and stop and go Dre came to wax you, so just call me Mop and Glow Many try to, but just can't rock with I'm 6'1", 225, a pure chocolate Your chance is to jack and me a Slim G Cause I rock from summer to Santa comes down the chimney Ho, 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 and so, as I continue to flow Cause yo, I'm just a fly Negro, so Check the flavor that I'm bringing The motherfucking D.R.E. I keep they motherfucking heads ringing Dr. Dre, and uh, you know we're gonna keep their heads ringing. Uh, it's it's a bit of an older tune, but uh, I like it. You know, it's, it's an awesome song, and you know it was also in a great film, Friday. It's one of my favorites. Um, it's just an awesome film. I mean, it's it's hilarious. It's got everything you want. It's got drugs. It's got violence. It's a comedy. Um, you know, it, it's just a great movie, and, and it made two awesome sequels. You know, you had uh, well, actually what three. Friday, next Friday, Friday after next. I guess the other one you could count as it's a it's a sequel, but it's not. It was uh, it's all about the Benjamin. So uh, some of the same people, but I don't think it was a sequel. Um, 
but they sell them together as a box set. So anyway, where was I? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, Mike Pence and Grandma Tarkin. All right, so up next, John F. Kelly and Mick Mulvaney. So if you guys pay attention to that, um, you'll know who these folks are. They are Count Dooku and Darth Maul, respectively. Um, all of these guys were prior apprentices of the Emperor and are regarded as the Chiefs of Staff. So yeah. All were discarded after being used to fulfill a role that saw the Emperor advance and capitalize on decisions that they made. And then he distanced himself from them. Because that's what they do, I guess. Um, yep. <clears throat> Excuse me. So then there's General Michael Flynn, who was uh, previously an army guy. Uh, real sharp dude, knew his shit. Uh, and he, I have him uh, comparable to General Grievous. Uh, because both of them were combat generals and really, really good at their jobs until they were corrupted and used by their masters. Now, I'm gonna use, I'm gonna throw one aside here. Uh, General Grievous, he was a badass before he started serving the Empire um, or the uh, the Sith, but he became more of a badass as each part of his body was replaced with metal. And then Count Dooku taught him how to wield a lightsaber. So they're parallel, but they're a rough parallel because I'm pretty sure pretty sure General Flynn is 100% human. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I'm such a nerd sometimes. Um, anyway, um, so Grievous was used by Dooku, who uh, in this case is John Kelly, and General Flynn was used by the Emperor uh, very much the same way. They were... Uh, so I, I don't know if you guys know anything about how how Grievous was used by Count Dooku, but uh, he was pretty much he's pretty much used to fight the Jedi, um, and then thrown away when he when he failed. But he died because Obi Wan fucked him up. So anyway, uh, he was used to bring Dooku closer to to uh, the Chancellor. <sighs> Anyway, so now we're going to get into the to the military aspect of this. Um, but, I, I, yeah, yeah, we'll get into the So, before we do that, um, yeah, I think, I think before we do that, and uh, I'm looking for a good transition here, but I can't, see, <laughs> can't seem to find what it is I'm looking for. So, um, yeah, instead of... Instead of that, what we'll do is, uh, I think, yep, yeah, that's what we're going to do. So I was just, I was, sorry, I was debating it in my own brain what I wanted to do. So I'm going to go ahead and play uh, another awesome song for y'all, and uh, I'll be back on the other side of this one. So enjoy it. Ladies and gentlemen, let's put our hands together for the stylist. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the eighth wonder of the world. The flow of the century. Oh, it's timeless. Ho! Thanks for coming out tonight. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. I appreciate that. Uh. H to the Izzo, V to the Izzo. For shizzle, my nizzle used to dribble down in VA. Was hurting them in the home of the turpins. Got it dirt cheap for them. Plus, if they were short with cheese, I would work with them. More than we got rid of that dirt for them. Wasn't born hustlers, I was birthing them. H to the Izzo, V 
to the Izzane Cause she's easy, my easy, keep my arms so breezy Can't leave rap alone, the game needs me Haters want me clap, they chrome, it ain't easy Cops wanna knock me, DA wanna box me in But somehow, I beat them charges like Rocky H to the Izzo, B to the Izzane not guilty, he who does not feel me is not real to me, therefore he doesn't exist. So poof, bam, move, son of a bitch. H to the Izzo, B to the Izzo. For shizzle, my nizzle used to dribble down in VA. H to the Izzo, B to the Izzo. That's the anthem, get your damn hands up. H to the Izzo, B to the Izzo. Not guilty, y'all got to feel me. H to the Izzo, B to the Izzo. That's the anthem, get your damn hands up. I do this for my culture, to let them know what a nigga look like when a nigga in a roaster. Show them how to move in a room full of vultures. Industry shady, you need to be taken over. Label owners hate me, I'm raising the status quo up. I'm overcharging niggas for what they did to the cold crush. Pay us like you owe us for all the years that you hold us. We can talk, but money talk, so talk more bucks. H to the Izzo, B to the Izzo. For shizzle, my nizzle used to dribble down in VA. H to the Izzo, B to the Izzo. That's the anthem, get your damn hands up. H to the Izzo, B to the Izzo. Not guilty, y'all got to feel me. H to the Izzo, B to the Izzo. That's the anthem, get your damn hands up. Yeah, hope is back. Life story told through rap. Niggas acting like I sold you crack. Like I told you sell drugs. No, hold the death, so hopefully you won't have to go through that. I was raised in the projects, roaches and rats. Smokers out back, selling they mama sofa. Lookouts on the corner, focused on the app. Ladies in the window, focused on the kinfolk. Me under a lamppost, why I got my hand closed. Cracks in my palm, watching the long arm of the law. So you know I seen it all before. I seen hoop dreams deflate like a true fiend's weight. The try and the fail, the two things I hate. Succeed in this rap game, the two things is great. H to the Izzo, V to the Izzane. What else can I say about dude? I get busy. H to the Izzo, B to the Izzane. For shizzle, my nizzle used to dribble down in VA. H to the Izzo, B to the Izzane. That's the anthem, get your damn hands up. H to the Izzo, B to the Izzane. Not guilty, y'all got to feel me. H to the Izzo, B to the Izzane. That's the anthem, get your damn hands up. Yeah, so I figured I'd go a little bit of a uh, little bit of Jay Z, a little bit of Izzo. So uh, yeah. Anyway, so where was I? Oh, right, right, right. I was talking about uh, the military branches. Uh, okay, so up first we got the United States Marine Corps. Um, whereas you know everybody else knows them, <sighs> the military and her four bitches. <laughs> All right, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, but I'm... All right, so first, anybody who knows anything about our military knows you got five branches. You got the you get the Marines, the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, and the Coast Guard. So, 
First up, United States Marine Corps. We are equivalent to the Jedi Order. Uh, one, we are the most badass motherfuckers on the planet when it comes to war fighting. But more importantly, during times of war, both of them are utilized directly by the Chancellor or the uh, leader to guard any Republic interest and to be the first into any fight and lead the army into battle. So... Here in our awesome country, the president has direct control over the Marine Corps. He points and says, go, and the Marines go. Uh, he has to go through Congress to get the other ones going, but not the Marines. He has the ability to just point and click. So, uh, we also typically go in before the Army. Um, sometimes that's not the case, but more often than not, uh, the Marines are usually the ones that, that, uh, that, that kick in the door and just start fucking shit up. Um, yeah, it's part of our mission plan. Uh, okay, so anyway, both of them, uh, both the Army, I'm sorry, both the Marine Corps and the Jedi Order are also assigned to the role of peacekeeper, which is kind of weird, but they can be seen guarding embassies and acting as personal security to various heads of state and generally training for combat, regardless of whether or not there's a combat threat. Um, we always, we all want to be sharp all the time, and same thing with the Jedi. Both also hold a single temple as the most revered place in their history. For the Jedi, it's the Temple on Coruscant. Excuse me. For the Marines, it's the it's Tun Tavern in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Both places were eventually corrupted and destroyed. So I don't know if you guys know anything about Coruscant, but Coruscant is uh, it's the at least during during the Republic. Uh, during the public era, Coruscant is the, the planet that has the, um, the Galactic Senate. Uh, so it would be kind of like, uh, kind of like New York City, because, uh, there would, uh, the equivalent here in the States, uh, New York City would be the, uh, United Nations. Uh, and it also has the, uh, the temple, uh, which is like a, a super holy spot, but it's where the it's where the Jedi Council sits and where they bring all the future Jedi to train them before sending them out. Uh, in Marine Corps history, we were of course we were founded at Tun Tavern in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That was the first Marine Corps recruiting drive on 10 November 1775 by Captain Samuel Nichols. Uh, the really cool thing about that is, <sighs> at the time, Tun Tavern. Uh, was already almost 100 years old, and it had various other uh, neat things that would go on there. Uh, the Continental Congress oftentimes was uh, was recruited there. Also, that's where the uh, Freemasons began. Anyway, um, it was corrupted and burned down. Uh, some asshole lit it on fire, and it burned to the ground. So that's that. The United States Army is the clone army, later the Imperial Army. Both of these super huge armies were once a formidable threat to any of the Republic's uh, enemies. They both have a very proud lineage, if you ask anybody who has studied the army, uh, anybody who cares that they were in the army. Uh, they'll be able to tell you that they go back quite a ways. And they have, uh, both of them have many, many subdivisions and specialty units uh, that were designed with uh, very specific combat roles in mind. <sighs> The problem is now they are both shells of what they used to be because of their willingness to take anybody that can breathe and shoot a gun, even though they may not ever see combat. So when you look at the Imperial Army, it was, it originally started with clone troopers who were fucking badass. And uh, and then you, the, United, the United States Army decide, uh, began with colonial forces 
which were also badass. They weren't afraid to fight. Um, and then as each army kind of got older and their roles changed, they were like, well, we're so huge that we don't have, not everybody has to be a fighting soldier now. So if you can breathe and you can shoot a gun, we'll take you. Um, you may or may not see combat. And if you do, we just, you know, there are so many, so many of us that if one guy dies, nine more will step up and take their place. And that's very, very evident. If you guys watch, um, if you watch Star Wars, the Clone Wars, the, uh, the animated series, it's very, very evident that the, uh, the clones are insane. But then if you watch any of the, any of the original, uh, Star Wars movies, so episodes four, five, or six, or if you watch um, Star Wars Rebels, the animated series, it's also very clear that uh, the <laughs> once the uh, once once the Republic became the Senate, uh, they really weren't really weren't uh, trying too hard in with the with the troops. So you know, and and our army kind of kind of did the same. Uh, unfortunately, it's it, you know it's too bad. Anyway. Uh, within the ranks of both of these armies, you see a handful of special units. You got Ranger Battalion and Delta Force. They represent stormtroopers uh, and arc troopers. So your stormtroopers are the frontline units, and your arc troopers are your advanced recon commandos. So uh, Delta Force will be the arc troopers, uh, while Rangers lead the way as frontline fighters. Um, then you also have desert, winter, forest, and mountain troops within each army. And their specialties are in their name, um, although they can and oftentimes are used for other things, including uh, supporting different missions and different aspects of what they do. <sighs> Up next, the United States Navy and Coast Guard. Now, I, I kind of I lump these two together just so it'd be easier to draw the comparison. Uh, so we got the Republic Navy, which later on became the Imperial Navy. Uh, it's self-explanatory. It's the Navy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, both of them, they use uh, ships to transport troops and have the capability to fight as a standalone unit and to launch massive bombing campaigns from a huge distance. Uh, both of them are also uh, used to guard the home ports and stop smugglers from bringing in drugs. However, sometimes, sometimes the smugglers get by. Uh, you know, good old Han Solo always getting through there and then, you know, when you look at our country, um, sometimes the smugglers do get by the Coast Guard. It happens. Uh, up next is the Air Force. So the Air Force, I'm likening them to galactic pilots, the the uh, the guys that fly the TIE fighters. You know, they, they later became the Imperial pilots. But uh, they both fly specialized fighters and bombers and are well-funded to the point of exit. It's ridiculous. Like, I have friends that are in the Coast Guard um, that, that are like, yeah, we get paid pretty good. But then I get friends that are in the Air Force, and it's just, it's just fucking insane. Like, they're dorms. They have dorms for boot camp, okay? We, in the Marine Corps, we had open fucking squad base. These guys have dorms where there's, like, eight people, you know? And like, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. And they have doors on them and shit. So like they close their doors when they go to sleep and there's no, there's no drill instructor in there with them. It's weird. I don't know. I don't get it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> neither one of them understand, nor do they want to understand, uh, ground combat and are both highly privileged to the point of detachment from the real world. If you think I'm playing, go on to one of the bases, go into the air force, uh, dining facility. It's it's like fucking hotel quality food, and I'm talking like 
five-star hotel quality food with uh, with the way that they eat and the way that they're served and the people that clean up. Then go to uh, go to an army or a Marine Corps base and walk in, and it's it's like hmm, it's like Golden Corral. <laughs> so yeah, go get, if you think I'm playing, talk to talk to people from various branches, and they'll tell you um, I'm not too far off. Um, all right, so now the hard the the hardest one coming up here um, are the militia groups. Uh, so, and I'm likening the United States the many groups in the militia. Uh, it's loosely comparable to the rebellion, um, and here's why. So, like both of them stand ready to overthrow the emperor, and many have taken active steps towards this goal. Both have many subdivisions and commanders that have specialized individuals who they think have what it takes to stand up to the war machine that's important both have combat veterans that want to see uh that want to see their their government return to the ways of the old republic and they're not above starting a campaign to do it unfortunately what we see is it starts as a propaganda campaign um and very rarely do they pick up weapons to fight a lot of the people in both groups are naive about fighting their empire, and they want no part of it after the first military engagement. Specifically, when you look at um, places like out west. So here, here's a perfect example. Um, right now, is my, I didn't really want to talk about it, but they have that uh, that autonomous zone out there in Seattle, which is like six city blocks or whatever that was taken over. Now they all think that they're pretty much Billy Badass. They erected walls. They've got guns. They're they have checkpoints and all that. But I guarantee you, the second bullets start flying, and our government goes in there and decides to retake it, a lot of those guys in there, as soon as they start fighting and they see what it actually is, they ain't gonna want no part of it, not at all. And you see that when you watch the. Um, the various Star Wars uh, films and animated series where uh, a lot of these people that are in the rebellion, so to speak, um, they're happy to say, you know, top of the empire and all that. But once they actually start fighting, a lot of them run away. Uh, they don't have the stomach for the fight. So, yeah, you'll see it a lot. Um, so anyway, both of them, both groups rely on, on sympathizers to collect intelligence and both of them typically operate in cells. So like when you're looking at when you're looking at uh, the militia groups here in America, very rarely do you find militia groups that are organized into well into a one well solid unit. Uh, what I mean by that is you're gonna find each state is gonna have various militia groups that don't get along with the others. So here's an example. Um, I live in New Hampshire, so what what you'll see is you have the National Guard, okay? And then there's this other thing in New Hampshire called the State Guard. It's a thing. Um, they disbanded, but they, they might come back. But anyway, um, neither one of them get along with each other. They both have the same overall outlook, but they could care less about each other. Uh, and they don't want to work with each other. I'm not really sure why, but they don't. But uh, so that would be an, an example of different cells, even though they have the same goal in mind. Typically, they have their commanders do things differently. Their overall um, 
Uh, their overall missions are the same, but how they accomplish them is completely different. One cell may say, hey, we will execute every motherfucker in this town to get an answer, and they'll go and do it. But then there's others that will be like, hey, we're only going to fight the combatants, and then when they become prisoner, we're going to treat them well. So that, that does happen. Um, so that's how those two are kind of together. Um, the main difference between the rebellion and militia groups is the rebellion actually has the ability and it really does affect change whereas the militia groups here uh, are mainly fucking airsoft warriors that have no clue what it's like to watch their friends get shot and die in combat and when they do like i said uh they typically are like fuck that so the last group we're going to talk about are the citizens i'm going to read this right off the page because the way i wrote it um so in both cases, there are a ton of citizens that just want to live their lives and be happy. Usually this means following the laws regardless of how they personally feel about them and raising their family. In both cases, the civilians usually are made up of different groups. You got, uh, you got uh, like farmers, you got the, the people who keep the infrastructure going, like the electricity, the gas, uh, water and sewer, that kind of thing. Uh, and in some cases, you have law enforcers and jailers. So you got the cops and the people that run the jails. Um, depending on where you are, you may not see that. And then in Star Wars, you don't always see that. Typically, they're just uh, people that run shit, and that's that. Uh, these folks are usually not interested in anything bigger than the towns they grew up in. In some rare cases, however, these civilians want to effect change and join up with either a military group or a militia. Or in the case of some rare individuals... Uh, they join up with the rebellion or become rebellion sympathizers. Now, there's also a large criminal element and a homeless population in each one of these groups. And typically they feel like they're underserved by their government for whatever reason. Uh, and they make their living by illegal methods. So like breaking and entering, stealing shit, that kind of stuff. Um, and, you know, talking about what I meant regarding their small town mentality uh, here in New Hampshire, we've got a ton of small towns. Uh, we're a small state, but within a small state, we've got a ton of small towns. Uh, and it's the same in, you know, all over the place. But uh, one of the towns that we have here that's really, really small is Raymond. Um, and, for, you know, there are some people that if they if they uh, live in Raymond, they're born in Raymond, they grow up in Raymond, they go to school in Raymond, they meet their sweetheart in Raymond, they get married in Raymond, they find a job in Raymond, or maybe one of the smaller areas, but they stay in Raymond, they have their family in Raymond, and then they fucking die in Raymond. And if it doesn't happen in Raymond, it doesn't matter. It's, <laughs> and I'm sure everybody who's listening to the sound of my voice right now knows somebody who, if it didn't happen in their tiny little fucking bubble, it doesn't matter. Whatever happens in their little town, it, their town is the world, and nothing else. So, like, you, if, if the fucking friendlies that opens, holy shit, everybody in Raymond is excited. But friendly closed, everybody in Raymond is irritated that friendly's closed. <laughs> it just... <laughs> and usually in these towns there's fucking nothing going on anyway so like uh it, it's one of those towns where uh a guy speeding through the center of town gets pulled over by a cop and uh and it, it makes the front page if the cop has to get into a physical altercation in order to arrest him so i mean it's <laughs> <laughs> it the chances are there's one of those uh, those small towns or ones that still run a police log in the newspaper every Monday and they recap the events of the previous week as to who got arrested, where they lived, and why they were arrested. 
you don't typically see that in a larger city, at least not in the newspaper. You got to look online or something for that. So, so that's that. So I think what we're going to do is, uh, we're going to, we're going to talk a little bit more on the backside of this next tune. Um, I think that's probably the best thing. Yeah. So that's like, uh, so those are all my government things on how each government or excuse me. Wow. Each government, how each aspect of our government can be, uh, related to and stuff, uh, in star Wars. So for, uh, yeah. So now I want you guys to <laughs> go ahead and enjoy a little bit of Diddy. Uh, and let's, let's talk about some Benjamins. All right. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh, yeah. It's all about the Benjamins, baby. Uh huh, yeah. It's all about the Benjamins, baby. Uh. Now, what y'all wanna do? Wanna be ballers, shot callers, brawlers? Who be dipping in the bins with the spoilers? On the low from the Jake and the Taurus. Trying to get my hands on some grants like Horace. Yeah, living the raw deal. Three course meal, spaghetti, fettuccine, and veal. But still, everything's real in the field. And what you can't have now, leave when you will. But don't knock me for trying to bury seven zeros over in Rio de Janeiro. Ain't nobody's hero, but I wanna be heard. On your hot nine seven every day, that's my word. Swimming in women with their own condominiums. Five plus fives who drive millenniums. It's all about the Benjamins. What? I get a 50 pound bag of for the mutts. Five carrots on my hands with the cuts And something I European chromed out with the clutch Drinking more liquor, driving a bro bigger I'm with most sippers, watched by gold diggers Rocking bajor denims with gold zippers Lost your touch, we kept owls Popping crystals, freaking the three-quarter reptiles Enormous cream, forest green Binge Jeep for my team So while you sleep, I'm a scheme You see through, so why nobody never gonna believe you You should do what we do, stack chips like don't let the melody intrigue you Cause I leave you I'm only here for that green paper with I'm strictly trying to cop those Colossal size Picassos And have poppy flip outside Don't got those The end up with cash flowing like Sosa And a Latin chick transporting in a ice bush Stampeding over prop modes Never sober Flexing Range Rovers Dealing weight by Minnesota Avoiding arcs with camcorders and Chevy Novas Stash in the building with this chick named Alona From Daytona When I was young I want the boner But now I only hit chicks who win beauty pageants Tricking and taking me skin at the Aspens Uh, gangsta mental Stay popping crystal Pack a black pistol in the act coupe that's dark brown Pinky ringing, gondolas with the man singing Italian music down the river with your chick clinging To my bizzles, play you mad for Acting hard when you as f***y as RuPaul's Shot callers, brawlers Who be dippin' in the bands with the spoilers On the low from this Jake and the Taurus Wanna rumble with the B, huh? Throw a hex on the whole family Dressed in all black like the Omen Have your friends singing this is for my homies And you know me for making it so sick Lost in my six with the Lex on the wrist If it's murder, you know she wrote it German Ruger for your 
deep throated. No, you wanna feel the rule, cause it's platinum coated. Take your pick, got a firearm, you should've told it. All that kick, play a hatin' from the sideline. Get your own shit. Why you ride mine? I'm a good fella, kinda late. Stash the 80s in Mercedes. Puffy, hold me down, baby. Only female in my crew, and I kick shit. Come on. I've been had skills, crystal still, high bills in Brazil. About a mill of ice grill, make it hard to figure me. Be kicking me in my hole, undercover, Donnie Brass Cold. That's my East Coast girl, the Bentley, the twirl. My West Coast shorty, push the chrome 740, rockin' red man and naughty. Oh, with my kitty cat, half a brick of gaze, in the bra with her kitty set. And I'm living that whole life, we push weight. State pen holes in Penn State. Listen close, it's Francis, the praying mantis. Attack with the map, my left hand spit, right hand grip on the whip for the smooth getaway. Player haters, get away on my lead will spray. Squeeze off till I'm empty. Don't tempt me, only to hell I send thee. All about the Benjis, why? All right, so that was uh, that was Diddy and uh, featuring Notorious B.I.G., Lil Kim, and The Locks. So, yeah, all about the Benjamins. So, all right, we've come to the part of the show where I throw out my random plug. However, I don't have one this week because I was busy doing stuff. So, I don't know if uh, I don't know how many of you all know this, but uh, I, I typically try to find one. That's local where I live because I like to, you know, talk about local business. Oh, you know what? Actually, I do have one. So this week I had a procedure done on Monday called radio frequency ablation. So what that is is the best way to describe it is I have uh, I have some issues going on with my back, and in order to relieve the pain, they take a six-inch long needle and they stick it in my back, and it goes all the way down to my spine, and I can feel it touching the bone. And it, it hurts, and it's weird at the same time. And then they use uh, radio frequency, so radio waves. And uh, what they do is they, they melt the nerve uh, of the problem area to relieve the pain. Um, it's exactly as fucking weird as it sounds. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it fucking hurts. Uh, and then I spend the next 24 to 48 hours with the exception of using the bathroom and get myself something to eat, just laying in bed, relaxing, waiting for the, uh, the inflammation to go down. And so today was, so I had it done on Monday and, uh, we're today's Wednesday. Uh, I am feeling better. There's a lot less pain. There is still some pain, but there's a lot less of it. And the pain from the, from the radio frequency ablation has also subsided a bit. So, uh, I had it done at a place called the Elliot at river's edge, which is, uh, it's a, um, what's that? It's not, not an emergency room. It's an urgent care center. So here in New Hampshire, uh, we've got a few of these and each, each of our major, each of our cities has one, but, um, our towns don't necessarily have them. But anyway, so yeah. So if you're ever in uh, New Hampshire, uh, particularly in Manchester and you get hurt and you're not bleeding out and all that, and it's not an emergency, go to the Elliot at river's edge. So I guess that was about as good as I <laughs> <laughs> as good as a local plug as I'm going to get. So anyway, um, 
So we're coming up to the 48-minute mark of the show. I appreciate everybody uh, listening. And I will definitely be putting up another show. Um, I'm probably going to do it on Sunday. Like I said, I was slacking for the last few days. But uh, appreciate you all uh, listening. And uh, I'm not sure what to talk about next time, but I'll figure it out. But until then, hey, go fuck yourself. <laughs>